You are listening to Beyond the Score, insights and tips to help you move forward in your music career, by Millicent Stevenson. Hi, how are you doing? I hope you're well. Welcome to episode 28 of Success Beyond the Score. And today, I want to answer the question, is noise cancellation a help or hindrance to your online teaching and also your live streaming? Two weeks ago, my webcam, which is a Logitech, died. I was in the middle of a Kefemni online workshop and everything was going really well. All of a sudden, I couldn't get my picture. Try as I might, it wouldn't work. And I realized I'd have to reset my PC, but I was midway and I thought, well, look, when we have a break, maybe I'll do that, maybe not. Anyway, because I was using PowerPoint, I was using an external microphone, I could continue with the workshops. It wasn't too much of a problem. And of course they knew me as well, so I wasn't too embarrassed. With hindsight, if I'd thought on, I probably could have logged in on my phone so they could and set it up on my tripod so they could see me and use my PC for managing all the file sharing things that I needed to do. But I didn't think of it then. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. <laughs> anyway, um, the workshop went on okay, so it's, it's not a biggie. So really, I had to go on the hunt for a new webcam. I was very happy with the Logitech, very happy with the quality but I couldn't get a replacement because they were out of stock. Two month waiting lists because there'd been a run on Logitech during lockdown. So I had to find some other alternative, which I did find an alternative. Not as good camera quality as a Logitech, but I'm not using it to record, so it's fine. It does what it needs to do. While I was waiting for it to be delivered, I had a teaching session. So I had to think of plan B. Now I have Zoom on my iPad and my phone, so I thought, great, I can use that. But I have my documents on my PC. Okay, so I'm gonna use my PC for file sharing, log in twice, see me on one camera, file share on the other, that can work. Okay, it worked okay to a point. When I had to demonstrate on the sax or hold the sax up to the camera, it was a little bit awkward because it was a case of which green do I look at and where do I put my hand? So that didn't really work for me. Um, and if you're used to two cameras at the same time and two screens at the same time, I'm sure that would work for you, no problem. So I just couldn't wait for my cam to arrive. Um, the thing I did notice though when I was looking at webcams is that many of the products had noise cancellation as a as a green flag, as a, as a thing that is really super, super important. But as someone who's used different online conferencing software and also a musician, noise cancellation? Mm, no, it, it doesn't always work for us musos. There are times it does and there's times it doesn't. Now, noise cancellation or active noise cancellation or active noise reduction, you know, you can get the information that from wiki and an encyclopedia or a dictionary. But in simple language, if you're not aware of what it means, is where your microphone is able to pick up one sound and prioritize it against all other sounds 
in your room or environment. In fact, it minimizes those sounds so much that you can hardly hear them or not at all. So it's supposed to be there like if you've got a fan on, if your keyboard clatter, if you move your chair, those sounds do not come through the microphone, which is great. Um, it's brilliant if you're giving a lecture, if you're giving a speech, if you're teaching and all you want your student to hear is just your voice and nothing else. It works like a dream. But as a sax player, I've got to demonstrate what I've got to demonstrate and so do my students. And with noise cancellation, it becomes a hindrance because what actually happens is if I put on a backing track or the metronome and I want them to hear those clicks and I want to talk over that or play over that, they're not going to hear the balance. What will happen is the backing track or the metronome will just sort of fade out and the sax will take priority or my voice will take priority. So in that sense, it's not good. And if you're live streaming and you've got noise cancellation on and you've got a track behind you, maybe even a band behind you or someone else there, your listeners are going to hear two separate sounds. They're going to hear the main sound and a little bit of the other sound coming in and out whenever there's a pause. So noise cancellation in that respect is a bit of a hindrance, a bit of a no-no. But there are some workarounds. Number one, remove the noise cancellation option in the software. So if you are using something like, say, Zoom for your teaching or even your live streaming, there's an option called original sound. And the original sound means exactly that. The original sound in your room is what's going to go through. So you want to make sure that the original sound is switched on because you want the original sound to go through as a teacher. And if you're live streaming, you want this to be off if you don't want the original sound to go through your microphone. Number two, if you're using uh, a webcam and you've got the software for it, then you need to go into that and change the noise cancellation option. Now, I haven't really bothered with number two. I have done number one because I do the next thing I'm going to mention, which is I use an audio interface. I mentioned that in my episode 27, which was last week about live streaming and the sort of equipment that you need to do that. But what I do is I use Zoom. I'm not saying you must use Zoom. It has its drawbacks and has had its bad press, but I like it. It works for me. So I use Zoom and I have an audio interface and my audio interface just has two channels. So I put one for the mic and one for my backing track. And that works really, really well because it's only one signal that's coming from the audio interface into my computer. So basically the sax and the backing track is then merged together and then go through the output channel of my audio interface into my PC. And of course I can adjust the volume at my end and mix it all down, which is great. Um, if you're in a band setting, then of course a mixing desk with all the things that you need going into your audio interface will give you the same result. And I also keep my original sound on because I want to talk and I want to do other things. So I just want uh, my mics to just pick that up. So that is a solution. That is something I did on a couple of Zoom performances during lockdown and it worked really, really well. So there you have it. Three things, 
changing it in the conferencing software, changing it in your webcam if you can, and maybe thinking about an audio interface. With audio interfaces, don't rush out and buy one if it's not something you do often. Really, you know, it does cost some money. And as musos, I know we do struggle from time to time with our pounds and pence. So only get it if you really need it and if it's something you're going to be using often. And of course, if you're in a if you're a producer, not a problem. You're going to have this tech anyway. Now, a quick note about microphones. If you're going down the audio interface route, make sure your microphone is a decent quality. Um, the better the quality, the better the sound it takes. And also think about the type of mic you have. I use a Samson microphone for my home recordings and I wear my headphones because I can hear what the mic is picking up. You would think that you will if you don't wear headphones, but actually it's not quite the same because your ears sometimes cancel out sounds in your room, in your house, in your home, and you ignore it. But when you've got your headphones on, you can actually hear what's going into the mic and you can think, ah, right. And of course, if you live in a home with other people, just ask them to be a little quiet or maybe to record when they're not in. Okay, so that's it really. Noise cancellation, great if it's only one thing, one sound you want to send through and you want to cancel out all other sounds in your room and in your home. Not very good if you want to have two sounds going through for your listeners and the solution is to tweak the software or to think about an audio interface. Okay, that's it from me. Oh, let me just say on Friday the 10th of July, this week, there is going to be an online conference, Get Business Ready, and it's for all of you in music. I'm the keynote speaker, and I'll be speaking on future-proofing your music business, and this event is put on by Sound Connections, Musicians Union, and also Trinity Laban. They're covering things like funding and career possibilities, about your brand and so on. So if you're interested in that, I'll put the link in the description. Whilst waiting to, for all of that, I've got a cool survey called Making Music, Making Money. And I'm really interested in knowing your views on that topic as I'm setting up a course very shortly. And my free e-booklet revealed 25 secrets of the successful gigging musician, singer, rapper and spoken word artist is all available to you. Now, with the survey and the booklet, I do ask if you just leave your email address so I can keep in contact with you and share even more cool music stuff with you. Okay, that's it. I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed listening to today's episode, you might be interested to know that Millicent has written a groundbreaking booklet called Revealed 25 Secrets of the Successful Gigging Musician, Singer, Rapper and Spoken Word Artist. You can get your free copy today by clicking on the link below or by visiting her website, millicentstevenson.com. Millicent is an award-winning saxophonist, founder and creative director of Kefemni. She is currently serving on the Midlands Regional Committee of the Musicians' Union and also the Equalities Subcommittee. She is an endorser of Harry Hartman's Fiber Reads.